Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts, especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributors. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you trusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid, and I went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here's what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags. Once upon a time, there was a great queen. She was wise and powerful. Her sense of fashion was impeccable. She adorned herself in clouds and seashells and the spiral patterns of ferns and galaxies. The queen was never content to stay in one place. She was the queen of being and becoming Complacency did not suit her at all. One day, the queen called three servants to herself. She gave each of them a measure of awareness, and then she flew out the window like a dove in search of dry land. Here's what happened to the first servant. The first servant became aware of his own whiteness. Of course, he didn't choose the color of his skin, but neither could he ignore it. The color of his skin had meaning. He could see that now. The queen had opened his eyes. It's right there in the momentum of history. When Oregon became a state, we excluded black people in our constitution. Jacob Vanderpool owned three businesses in Salem. O.B. Francis owned a business in Portland. 
both of these men were arrested in 1851 for the crime of having black skin in the state of Oregon. They left Oregon to make their fortune elsewhere. Because we were worried about who might enter Oregon territory by ship, we warned ship owners, if a black member of your crew is left behind, we will fine you $500. In 1850, a representative from Oregon territory told the US Congress that we Oregonians are generally opposed to slavery, but we need to protect ourselves from the possibility of black people settling here and making common cause with the natives. The possibility of racial harmony between black people and Native Americans was actually named as a threat to the white settlers because the land we wanted to defend from the black settlers had been taken from the Klamath and the Umpqua people. It was taken from the Kalapuya and the Clatsop and the Chinook. In those days, native people weren't considered US citizens. They had no legal claim to the ground beneath them. Native people were killed. They were driven from their land onto reservations and the reservations were whittled into smaller and smaller parcels over time. Meanwhile, white settlers could get land for free. A white male citizen could claim 320 acres of federal land. Some of the federal land was given to white settlers, but some of it was sold to the highest bidder. By selling the land, we raised money to start the University of Oregon and Oregon State University. White people got free land and a couple of nice universities. Maybe you've worked hard all your life, fair enough. But if you have white skin, this state was literally made for you. Your place here has never been questioned. People like you have never been starved or excluded or taken to internment camps as a matter of government policy. And those incidents aren't just a matter of historical record. They give momentum to what is happening now. White skin isn't neutral. History has given white skin momentum. The queen's first servant saw this to be true. He wanted to challenge the momentum of white skin by hearing from people who could make the story bigger and more colorful. He went looking for black authors and native authors. For the sake of fairness, he tried to create some momentum in his life that wasn't about the color of his skin. Here's what happened to the second servant. She was in the break room reheating a bowl of leftovers. As she waited for the microwave to finish its task, she was joined by Steve from accounting. Steve pulled a brown paper bag from the fridge and gave her a sideways glance. He said, did you hear about the latest hire? She's Latina. I guess the company wanted a brown face on the website. It makes us look relevant. The second service servant willed the microwave to cook faster. <laughs> Keeping her voice neutral, she said, I bet the new person's really smart. I hear she graduated from Yale. Of course she did, said Steve with a snort. Yale needs a certain number of brown faces too. 
The microwave chimed at last and awareness dawned on the second servant. The queen of being and becoming opened her eyes. Because of the Latina's last name and the color of her skin, white people would see her success as categorically different than their own. If she succeeded, people would say it's because the rules were bent in her favor. It was grossly unfair. The second servant wanted to grab her lunch and flee, but she summoned her courage and she said, you know what, Steve, maybe you should get to know a person before you get all judgy about what her brown skin means to you. The third servant was driving home from work. The light ahead of him was green, but traffic was at a standstill. Protesters walked through the intersection. They carried signs that read, Black Lives Matter. A police officer had killed a black motorist the day before. His wife and daughter were in the car when he died. His wife filmed the whole thing on her cell phone. It was terrible. Awareness dawned on the third servant. There was a pattern in society. It left black people dead and police officers exonerated. If there's a pattern at work, you can't really talk about individual decisions. You have to look at the pattern. Why do we keep repeating this pattern over and over? The light turned amber and then red. The cars were still stuck waiting for the protesters to pass. The third servant was irritated by the delay. He rolled down his window and heard the chant, Black Lives Matter. He shouted back, All Lives Matter. Get out of the way. The queen of the universe said to the first servant, I gave you awareness about the inequity of history. You took that awareness and increased it. You chose to listen more. Good done, good, good job. Well done, my good and faithful servant. As a reward, I will give you more awareness about the work you need to do. <laughs> the second servant, was told by the queen, I gave you awareness about a small injustice in the workplace. You took that awareness and you acted on it. You chose to speak out. Well done, my good and faithful servant. As a reward, I will give you more awareness about the work that needs to be done. To the third servant, the queen said, I gave you awareness about a pattern of abuse in your society. You are more concerned with your own convenience. Therefore, I tell you, the awareness, the awareness you had will be taken away. The callous of your indifference will make you less perceptive of other truth. Friends, it would be such a mistake to think that this parable is about the accumulation of wealth. Jesus isn't really talking about money. He's talking about work. The servants who do the work are rewarded with more work. The money never belonged to them. The servants who do the work are rewarded with more work. What is the work that you are called to do? <laughs>